It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Thursday, 5.01 here on Fan Run Radio. I'm Russell Smith, joined by Bear and Marcus Young today. Tucker Harlan is in with the Top 5 at 5. It's brought to you this afternoon by the Kregner Group. They do real estate the right way. Tucker, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, the University of Tennessee announced Wednesday that its men's basketball game Saturday against Alabama will be dubbed in orange out. Fans are encouraged to arrive early and wear orange Tennessee attire to Food City Center for the matchup. You're going to Food City Center, huh? Are you aware of our policy? I am a TBA at FCC enthusiast. I just call it the Food City Center now, to be honest with you. Really? They got you too, Bear? They got you too? I'm gone, man. It's just just Food City Center, man. No, it's It's not. No, it's not. It really is. It's Thompson Bowling, Assembly Center, and Arena forever. I'm by your side, Russ. Thank you, Marcus. At least somebody has some guts to stand with me and stand on business. All right, Eli Drinkwitz. At number two, Tennessee tackle Dane Davis has announced he will return one final season for the Vols. Davis appeared in 26 games between the 2021 and 22 seasons and started in the final two games of the 2023 regular season. The great Dane is back for one more ride. Nice utility piece. Can fill in a couple of places. Can play a little guard, little center, tackle. Emergency guy off the bench. Can lay on the ground for five minutes if need be on can extra clutch, points. And clutch that knee by your defense. A couple more minutes of precious rest before the next series. Very valuable piece. you got to have those core guys. Always said that. At number three, Mike Vrabel has completed his first interview for another NFL head coaching position with the Los Angeles Chargers. In addition to Vrabel, the Chargers have also spoken to former Stanford head coach David Shaw and current Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. David Shaw? Rooney Rule. Really? That's so insulting. To, like, Aren't there uh, dozens, dozens, maybe hundreds of black coaches who are actually involved in the NFL coaching right now that are worthy of an interview? Like. I mean, don't, Dave, wait, don't waste my. If I'm David Shaw, like, don't waste my time interviewing. Did he coach anywhere this year? No, not that I'm aware of. The hell's he been doing? I mean, he, he's only been out of the coaching thing for what one season. Probably had a buyout. And he could live on. Yeah, that's was, true. He was probably doing some TV stuff too. Yeah, and, and they. The, I think it was a very mutual thing with him and Stanford too. Just you kind of knew it had was run time. its course. Yeah. yeah. So that's who they've talked to in L.A. But, yeah, Vrabel getting the call to interview out there in L.A., which I think would not be a bad spot for him. There in Seattle would be good. I mean, that's the plum job that's open right now because you've got Justin Herbert. And so that that would be intriguing to me if I'm them. I know everybody has Harbaugh penciled in as the number one choice, and maybe that's how they end up going about it. But Vrabes would be a good fit, too, you know, if he – does he take Arthur Smith out there and put together a decent offense? And we know he can coach defense. At number four, Mike Tomlin isn't going anywhere. 
<laughs> Days after walking out of a post-game news conference during a question about his future, the Pittsburgh Steelers coach said that his fire for the job has, quote, intensified and that he expects to get a contract extension this offseason. You hear that, Jamie? You hear that, Kronos? He ain't going nowhere. He ain't bleeping leaving. You have to drag him kicking and screaming out of there, and he wants an extension and a raise while you're at it. I think the Steelers should give it to him. The guy's a winner. All he does is make the playoffs. Here, here. Yeah. Now, after that, he doesn't do much. He's like the AFC Mike McCarthy. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and both have a Super Bowl as well. Yeah, yeah. You can never take Bowl. that away from them. Both played each other in a Super Bowl once upon a hey, time. Hey, how about that? Yeah. And finally, at number five, a fan of an English soccer club was unable to celebrate his team's late winner in an FA Cup replay because he'd been plucked from the crowd to stand in as a match official. Really? Is this yeah. like when Keith Moon passed out and they brought up somebody from the crowd who knew all the Who songs and let him play drums? Probably. I would How have cool to imagine. Would that have been? Okay, so this guy attended the match on Tuesday with his 11-year-old son and volunteered to fill in as the fourth official in the technical area near the dugouts following an injury to one of the assistant referees in extra time. That's that would be fun. That's so, the guy who stands next to the dude who holds up the extra time thing. Basically, so this what guy, was the match? Who was playing? It was uh, Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton Wanderers and uh, Brentford or Wolves. Ooh, as Brentford. they're known. Yeah. Okay, so this guy was a. a they just a pair- plucked him out of like they had to have known he had yeah. some sort of officiating. So he, he experience. is a qualified referee okay. at the youth level. It's not like we're just at the game yeah. and they're like, "Hey, Bear, yeah, one of our guys is down. We need you, buddy. Come on in here." Yeah, said he I was, could do it. He said he was given a crash course on how to work the substitutes board and dealt with questions from members of the Brentford staff in a tense end to the match. Wow. Well, you don't think I could pull it off for us? No. No, make I it don't. Till you make it. I think there would be some sort of incident. Some fine en- incident. Some, some English guy, like, kicking dirt, kicking your shins or something. Bunch of crazy foreign soccer players trying to rip you limb from limb. All right, thank you, Tucker. That is the top four, uh, five at five. Getting behind of myself there. Folks, buying and selling a home has become one of the most stressful situations in modern American life. Luckily for us here in East Tennessee, we've got Bo Kregner in the Kregner Group. They can take all that stress off your shoulders and make the modern real estate experience as easy as possible. Get it listed, get it sold, and move on. Call Bo Kregner today at 865-742-1035 for a free consultation. Tell him I sent you. That's 865-742-1035. Or just visit his website, bonoshouses.com. Bo Kregner and the Kregner Group. Real estate the right way. Settling in here for one final hour of the show. We are getting fired up for Tennessee and Alabama. Basketball season is here, folks. We have made the transition. Tennessee has a top 10 team. This is uh, Alabama's not ranked. It's interesting. No. They've lost a bunch of games. They've lost five See? games, but they're, I think, number 
they're number eight on Kempom. Yeah. Reason being that I would say out of everybody in the SEC, their non-conference schedule most closely resembles what Tennessee had to go through. Just you know, given the fact that they had to play Purdue, um, Arizona, they had to go to Creighton as well. So they've had a rough go in the non-conference play. This is actually a much easier beginning to conference play. Number one adjusted offense in the country according to Ken Palm. They move it around. They shoot it. Mark yeah. Sears, their point guard, can really do it all. They've surrounded him with a bunch of transfers. And so they're, they're going to come in here gunning. And I, I would imagine we – I don't say we want to turn it into a rock fight, so to speak, but we would rather play – we'd rather have that than a, a shootout. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you can do what you did last season with them, you know, they – I think scored 59 in that game. If you can you can keep them in the 60s, I think you increase your odds to win significantly. Don't like those guys. Not at all. Don't like them very much. That's my analysis. What's your analysis? 865-546-8200. We want to hear from you this afternoon on the program. How about this uh, tweet from Gerald Mincy? Yeah, I saw that. I was wondering if you were going to talk about it. Gerald Mincy, who is transferred to Kentucky, tweeting about an hour ago, really gave my all to Tennessee, and reading these negative comments hurts, man. Not going to lie. Played this past season with a torn MCL and was able to help my team win a bowl game with a big smile on my face. Because I did love being a volunteer, but bleep, business is business. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the negative things. I mean, when you go at these guys, I don't know. It's not a good look for our fans. Well, here's the thing, man. We we can sit here on, you know, we, we can go on Twitter. We can talk about it on the air. We can do all these things to try and, implore our fans to be nice people <laughs> and not attack young folks online. But here's what I would say. I, I don't think any of that's going to help because people are going to be people. And what I would think, and, and maybe some schools do it, maybe they don't, but they should all be doing this, is you need to have somebody who's typically a younger person um, teach these kids about social media and I know that all schools have some form of social media education and generally like they tell guys like hey the less is more don't you don't have to tweet every brain fart that comes through your head right um right but I like one of the things I would teach them is listen fan is short for fanatic and people are going to be mean to you online Fans of other schools are going to be really mean to you. They're going to say awful things to you. They're going to curse your mama, your girlfriend, you, everything. You have to ignore that. But you're also going to catch heat from your own fans, which doesn't make any sense, but this is the fanatic part. People are crazy. Tennessee fans are crazy. Alabama fans are crazy. Kentucky fans are crazy. And... Yeah, they're, they're going to say things to you when you lose, and you have to ignore it. You just have to ignore it. And it gets hard in this case because Gerald Mincy's a guy they've had. I mean, uh, the, the knock on him when he was here was he had maturity issues. 
And and now he's not your player anymore, so you can't really tell him not to say it. So I don't know what you do in this situation. There's nothing you can do if, if you're Tennessee. But kind of a bad look for all involved. And here's the thing, Bear. This is why you have to ignore it, because the people that need to be shamed for whatever hateful stuff they're sending Gerald Mincy, like yeah. they're, they're not going to read his tweet about how it hurts being be like, oh, I feel bad now. I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. It's going to be the exact opposite. Oh, you're soft. This is why we don't need you anymore. You belong up there at Kentucky with the rest of those losers. Like, that's all he's going to get. So, like, it's not I, – I, I don't know. I, I, I wish I could talk to him, but I can't. And it's like – uh, Yeah, I know. I mean, these are the kind of people that, are, you know, you tell them somebody they don't like passing. I'm good. I'm glad he's dead kinds of people. They don't care. They're probably happy knowing that, you know, he put out that, that, you know. I'm sure they're gratified that he put out that tweet. See, I'd be more curious to know, like, did he – I know he didn't start. At least I don't think he would started for Florida. Like, were Florida fans exactly happy that he went to Tennessee? Did they say nice things to him? Like, Probably not. It's it's It all revolves around going to a rival. Like, there's that aspect. It does feel weird that we're giving him slightly different treatment to Henry T because uh, to me you go to a rival you go to a rival like glad you were here at the time but see ya you know what the difference was Marcus we didn't want Henry T to leave nobody most fans will, would never admit that they didn't want him to leave you know he broke up with us I don't know if you know this about her we're bad breaker uppers is he the only guy that has transferred away from football that was like a, a key contributor here that we really wanted to stay? I think – I don't know if we wanted him to stay as much as him, but uh, losing key, Lawrence, was just as big as losing him. I was going to go to the same school. I was going to say Eric Gray. Yeah. Like, to me, I think that yeah. was a tough loss. I mean, we've he been was able the most, to – Well, I don't know. It, I don't know. Maybe was he more productive? Was he more productive than Toe Toe? Because Key Lawrence did nothing here. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, he'd only, you know, he'd been here. How long had he been here? Like one year. Yeah, I, I, he didn't. He, I think he left after his freshman year. Yeah, because Key Where Lawrence was, graduated I mean, the same year I did from high school. Is he still playing? He's uh, at he's, Ole Miss now. I was to say, yeah, he went back into the portal. Yeah, he's with Lane. Is he any good? He was solid at Oklahoma, but you know how it is out there. <laughs> how is it out there? <laughs> they, don't, they don't really defend. They don't play def- yeah. defense is optional. Yeah, he had like a hundred. He had a hundred plus tackles when he played for Oklahoma. He's a tackling machine. Why but yeah, Morris? but Toto, because you know we'd gone crazy when we got him, and it was such a you know it was a big deal, and uh, you know the the community had kind of embraced him and. And he was a loss. You know, he was a loss yeah. for sure. Yeah, we're, but we're definitely bad breaker uppers. I think. Do you, most fan bases are? See Alabama. Do you guys feel like Twitter has lost its momentum since Elon took over? Like I, I understand it's still a big deal. I check it every day and everything. It feels. I don't post as much. I, I feel like it's not. Um. Yes, I I I, I do agree with you. Hundred percent. It's lost its. Uh shine i feel like 
feels like it just feels like it's become a darker place. Not that not that it was ever a like happy place. That was always there. My thing it just like some of the like functionality of it, it it's um like the whole Twitter spaces debacle all week. Just stuff like that doesn't get that can get fixed as quick as I think stuff like that used to get fixed. But wonder what the next thing is. See, I never I, did that. I, I never got into Instagram or TikTok. Like I just don't those aren't part of my life. I don't I don't use those. So I don't know. I got a problem with TikTok, but I've never gotten into <laughs> you Instagram. Got you got yeah. a problem with TikTok. You you are a scrolling addict. I, I like I, I noticed that about it's different. Like when I'm sitting next to you, because usually in the studio you're across and I could see you like staring at your phone all day and I think like he's you're just reading like a story or something like he's in bear world and then I sit next to you and you're just scrolling like the whole day you're, you're just you're just like always on the lookout for the next big story Russ for you <laughs> like I get my I got dizzy watching you yesterday just three hours just thump like thumb up 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 scrolling 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 was it TikTok TikTok's highly it was Twitter because I, I Bear, I don't you, you say that you're not a fan of TikTok, but I remember for a while when I was on the show. No, no, knucklehead. No, he Easy. said he's got a TikTok problem. Oh, problem. That, oh yeah. I thought you meant you had a problem with it, like not like you have an addiction. No, Bear low key social media addict. Uh, oh, people would be 100%. shocked to learn. Yeah. And I'm up on the yeah, I'm up on all the the the, the TikTok trends. I spend way <laughs> too much time on it. And, it, you know, it's a truthful Thursday. What the hell, Russ? I'll be honest. You know why I do that scrolling thing? Because I'm jonesing to get on TikTok. He's, Is there so, do we need to send you to, like, social media rehab or something? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm seriously, when it warms up, like this spring, um, like, I'm talking like April or May, I think I'm due. I've always. If you read about this, where you reset yourself, oh god, like you, this sounds like go, something I'm going to hate. He's going to do an you, Aaron Rodgers. No, you go like you go camping. All right, yeah. you can go do the glamping, whatever they call it. Um, yeah, this is something yeah. you're going to do. But what you, what you do is you completely unplug. Uh huh. No phone, no nothing. When yeah. it gets dark, you go to sleep. If you supposedly, if you do this. For like four or five days, it completely resets like your circadian rhythm. I would. You don't I, think I'll go out? I would love to do that. I mean, it, it, that actually sounds really appealing. I can't. That, I can't see barren nature though. That's the problem. No, I used to be. A, I used to camp all the time. I'm just gotten old now, and I don't really, you know, just the whole hiking out to a spot. I'm always afraid of snakes, too, man. T-Carp, you're on the drive. Snake? Good afternoon. What's going on, man? I can completely agree that X or – by the way, are, are you ever going to call it X? Or are you kind of just always going to call it Twitter no matter how much money Elon has? I go back and forth. Like, just saying X sounds weird to me. Like I yeah. just call it Twitter the same way, like – um. It's kind of like a crescent wrench kind of a deal. Yeah, I've just like I, it's so it's just it's Twitter to me. It'll always yeah, be Twitter. I'm, I'm the exact same way. Uh, yeah, I don't post as much. I don't get on as much. 
because I, I don't know. I just feel like it's not. I don't know what he did to the algorithms or anything. Like, I don't feel like it's very engage. I don't feel like I engage with anyone anymore. And that was the whole point of Twitter was you just engage with your buddies and sit there and rage argument about <laughs> whether uh, you SEC know, sports AAA or, or Popeyes was better. You know, I don't feel like you can do that anymore. What's really weird, T-Carp, and I think I said something to you about this, Russ. So I started clicking over to the for you instead of the following, right? Now here's okay. the deal, like which one? I, one of those is just like awful. It's, it's all that's the for you. But yeah. what's weird about it is that's the only time I see like the I swear to God, you Reed Cody, uh, Market, like any of the guys that around the station, you know, station uh, people. Where I see your tweets and I follow you guys. My for you feed is just Marcus, all but... fights and like yeah, people crashing on bikes and dying and just like just awful stuff like i i i if i see that first thing in the morning t carp i i go into a dark place man i yeah i I get it i'm actually there with bear the only time i ever see any of the guys i actually follow is when i go to the for you not the following section which makes no sense whatsoever um the 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 tiktok thing like i'm getting there bear uh i i i you know, now you're on TikTok. I've looked. At, I watch. I watch your videos. You're in my feed, and I, I greatly appreciate that. By the way, um, you you ought to see these. It's incredible, Russ. If you want to learn how to sharpen a knife, strangle a bear with your bare hands, live. I've actually, uh, I've actually got a, a company sending me a, a like a three thousand dollar product I have to review. So we'll we'll uh, we'll do some fun stuff there, but. I, I, I want to do the thing, the reset. Bear, I'm right there with you. Let's do it. Let's figure out, like, when are you going to do this? I don't know. I'm probably not if yeah. I'm being honest. It's Thursday. Never. Russ, tell him. Oh, no <laughs> way he's doing this. But, I mean, he needs it. Like, he's like I, I think we send Bear and Marcus Young out into the wilderness. I think they come back kinder, gentler people. I'd be his, I, Marcus, Marcus would never you would never be heard from again. Was that? We, Wait, did, was how, that a death threat? No. Did you just threaten to kill Marcus and dispose of his body? There's no, no. way that you're I, saying. I don't think that's allowed in the fan-run no, employee manual. I don't think so. There's no way you're implying I'm not good in nature or like a, like a can. I backpack, Bear. I, I know the mountain. I backpack. Can bear. you start a fire? Oh, yeah. There wow. you go. I could see that. No, you, I, are you, are you going to think that I can't start fires, Russ? Not without a not lighter. Without- I beat you to it. No, Marcus, I, I think what Bear meant was that you were going to become one with the animals. <laughs> oh! Howling at the moon. You are a LARPer, Marcus. I am not. I am not a LARPer. I've known never done LARPer. that. Not known LARPer. I'd like to find evidence. Oh, my goodness. Someone guys, just pulled over. Uh, guys, I... Uh, I'm with everybody else. I have been absolutely bathing in the Bama tears. It is, it's almost like an amazing salt bath. There's just so much, oh, it's, it's just incredible, and I love it. And uh, I hope this never, I hope this never ends. I hope those dirty, cousin-kissing sons of guns oh, never bunch recover. Bunch of sister lovers. This. Roll down tide. Recover. I hope that they go Here's the thing. They'll probably win nine or ten games 
next year, it won't be enough, and they'll try to get this guy fired within a year or two, and it'll be the it'll be glorious, and I, and they'll, they're just going to spiral that spiral again, and I cannot wait. Happened to them after Bear Bryant, you know, they went through the death spiral, and that's exactly what they're doing now, and I I am here for it, and I hate them, and I've never I, I don't care I don't care anybody. I hate the whole state of Alabama. I don't give a damn about it. Y'all be good. Love y'all. <laughs> what a great phone call. I agree with everything he said right there at the end. Still think you owe Marcus an apology. I'm sorry. Why? You threatened to kill him and hide his body. I mean, more than likely, I'm gonna. you'll never hear from me again. I'm sure he'll take me to one of his burial spots from what Cody used That's to tell That's true. You, Marcus was voted most likely to carry out a mass shooting. Yeah, right and now. I find that to be quite offensive. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just remember, I've always been nice to you, Marcus. <laughs> Quick timeout. I wasn't as mean to you as Reed was. The drive continues. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board. Back with more after this. The drive. Brand built Fan, fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Come on, Marcus. Come on. Hit that uh, button. I'm sorry. I was getting, getting back in the groove of when you jump in. Fast, speed, precision. All hallmarks of our show, if you'll remember. Uh, Severeville Steve says, the only thing more obnoxious than Phil's altar boy routine is when he's fluffing Bruce Pearl. <laughs> oh, you know, Russ, I'm glad you mentioned the uh, – Alter boys, yeah. Have you been keeping up with their uh, their basketball program? Yeah, that's what I do. I, I keep up with Catholic high school. Uh, no, no, I've not been keeping Marcus, up. Marcus, what that, are Marcus. you doing? We're not we're not wasting time on. They're this. struggling right now. I don't know if you've seen oh, them right no. now. Their uh, overall record is twelve and seven. <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> oh and two in the district right now. Poke Marcus in the belly. He's chuckling like a Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> in my ear. <laughs> They had to uh, postpone their game against <laughs> Webb. I don't know if you saw that. I I assume they're saying it's snow, but I'm just guessing they're scared. Scared of the Webbies? I think so. Say it ain't so, Bear. Well, because it's tomorrow night, or it's supposed to be tomorrow night, but I don't know what's going on down in Catholic. Marcus is trying to recover. Phil savaged him earlier in the week. Why? Because B.J. Edwards finally hit 10 points? No. Guys, no. gentlemen, he please. pointed out that you've got a low basketball IQ, and he was not lying. I don't know. Where's Tamba? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know What's Tamba doing right now? Where's Tamba? I, I don't know. What the hell are you doing? Where is Tamba? Weber State. Oh. Ah. Probably playing quite well down there. Where the hell is that? Utah or somewhere? It's where Damian yeah, Lillard went to college. <laughs> it's their one notable alum. Hmm. Is Baylor any good? Because they they beat they beat uh, Catholic fifty six to forty two, hmm. yeah. It's a bit rough. Hopefully they can turn it around. You guys gonna bounce back, Bear? Uh, uh, hopefully Marcus can can turn himself around here. What a clown! Oh, no. I mean, just to come on here and and just I mean, it's nice. low rent, Marcus. Even nice. from you, that's not nice. Why? What have I done? Uh, oh, what have I done? Transparent, man. You're fraud, a phony, a fake. I can see right through you. 
Next, what are we going to talk about? Catholic football. Um, <laughs> Jamie is next on the drive. Good afternoon, Jamie. What's going on, gentlemen? What's up? Listen, so did y'all hear I'm, this I'm morning? A member of, the, of the, the damn G.I. Jake show. Oh, man, he's got, completely take the see, wheel of got, our now show you got and, him, and drive now you got it him the shook. gutter. Now you got him shook. We got half an hour to go. I'm, I'm not, have to I'm deal not with this. shook for nothing. <laughs> Marcus Young's an idiot. Smooth break. Go please. ahead, Jamie. Discourse, not Save discord. This segment for Marcus. Oh my God, please. Is he all over you, Marcus, because of your Catholic comment? Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know. <laughs> now he's pissed because I brought up the fact that he was voted most likely to be a serial killer at the station. No, Bear, I'm like, not I'm not upset. Like Russ Marcus, I've always liked you. Just want you to remember that. <laughs> uh, fellow Celtics fan. You know, I got a lot to live for. I've got a granddaughter just turned two, so we've got families, Marcus. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, Cody. Yeah, I heard this morning that uh, this was officially the biggest snow dump since '93. Did y'all hear that? <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, we got more coming tonight. Well, I mean, it, any minute now. I keep waiting for it to to open up and let's have another another little batch, but. It's, you know, we've been – I don't know about you all, but me and my circle, we've been racking our brains trying to remember when the biggest – you know, I was like, I can't remember when it snowed. And surely we've had some more, you know, a big snow between us, between now and 30 years ago. But this was it. This was the biggie. Yeah. This, this is – I, I don't remember every little storm, but in, in my mind, uh, this is the most we've dealt with since 93. Yeah. Yeah, officially so. Um um, you know, I didn't get out of my house at all. I got, I was working at a restaurant over off Cedar Bluff. And that night we went over to a, one of the, one of the other servers house and ended up, you know, that's where we all stayed the next four days was because wow. we couldn't get out. But I've been out every single day. I've got four wheel drive and I have been blessed, man. I, I've been able to, and Russ, you, you said earlier, um, Today was the hardest. Yeah, I've slipped and slid all day today. And yeah. That's the first time that's happened. Yeah, I was surprised the first time I got out. And, like, my neighborhood, like, all the roads are just sheets of ice. And mm-hmm. um, yesterday, the day before, like, it was pretty easy getting around. And, yeah, I was spinning all over the place today. Yeah, a little bit. Walking in this mess is, is a... Treacherous, man. Is a, <laughs> both, yeah, t- is. both Tucker and I almost uh, bit it hard yeah. on the way down a couple of times today. Get a good workout going yeah, back a, up it though. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird time, man. It's a weird time. Y'all be careful out there. Um, yeah, guys, this uh this Talmud stuff has me cracking. I'm no longer mad. I just laugh at it. It's kinda like, you know, when when we sit around at the end of a coach and hire and they introduce a Jeremy Pruitt or some, you know, and you do a quick Google search and you realize we're about to set through three, maybe five years of hell. So really no reason to get emotionally invested. Um but Shannon Sharp, sir, you know he, you know he, he said something fun on his show the other day. I caught uh, that I wish I was smarter, as smart as Shannon Sharp. <laughs> he put it into words. He said, "You know, everybody like you like to say, Bear. He's never had a losing record. He's he doesn't lose. But when does it when does it become about winning? You know, he's he's handled the I don't lose. But when is it going to start being about winning? You know, seventeen years in. When do we get to say, you know?" 
when do we get to hang on to a guy because he's winning? He, he, Jamie, if he's, he's your head losing. coach next year, you need to support your head coach, buddy. <laughs> Does that sound like me, Bear? Yeah, you really need to support you put... him, man. Jamie, are you concerned? Really? Why? Why? Never had a market? losing record. Whoopity damn do. Um, you know, it's funny. Somebody else brought up on Twitter or X or whatever. It's just it's just easier to say Twitter because if I say X, I have to refer to it as X and then say the disclaimer, oh, that's formerly known as Twitter. I just like to say Twitter. Um, Mike McCarthy and Tomlin have similar records, and, Tom, and Mike McCarthy has a better playoff record. But people are saying it's time for Mike McCarthy to go. But Mike yeah, Tomlin, Tomlin he's a, one of them. There's like five of those guys, Jamie, and they've all got essentially the same record. In the NFL. Yeah. I want to find that. John Harbaugh's probably in that Tom... camp. He no, is. John Harbaugh? Oh, he yeah, before um before he he landed with that quarterback he's got now, he had some down years. But and wh- I wonder why it is the guys that uh Tom gets a pass. Why why do you think that is? Because he works for a a family that's had three head coaches in the past like sixty, seventy years. Yeah, I mean, it's a franchise that is known for stability. And interesting, that loss to the Bills was his 100th loss. But 173 and 100, man, like he's won 63% of his games. Like I get being tired of him, wanting to see somebody new after 17 years. But, like, I also get why they're keeping him, man. Like it's, you know, that that's their thing is, you know, they don't change those uniforms. They don't change coaches. Hell, they don't change players. That might, you know, they have quarterback there forever in Roethlisberger. So, um, I, I, I guess. mean, he's got he's got a better record than Sean Payton. I'm looking at it now. Wow. Um, well, Sean Payton, where is he at Denver? He's brought in to rebuild over there, wasn't he? Yeah, it's, it's uh, Sean Payton, John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, and Mike McCarthy. All the mics. I just think that Tomlin messed up. You know, I I just think that uh, there was a lot of people that were coming around to my way of thinking, like, you know, here we here's another not you know meaningless nine win season, and and it's not just meaningless. It's you know here we are with another not good draft pick with nothing to show for. You know, if you're going to make a run, make a run. If not, tank. You know, look look what happened to the Colts when they tanked. They went ahead and got Peyton Manning and got a Super Bowl out of it. I mean, it it. it it pays off. I mean, you either suck or don't, but this means this middle of the road crap in the NFL don't work. I mean, look what Philadelphia did. I mean, they've not had anything to show for it, but 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 they have a, you know, they have a solid playoff team every year now because they trusted the process. I don't know. It's a little different than the pros, guys. It's a little different. But you know, you know it's the interesting it's the Philadelphia analogy because, and I'm backing you up here a little bit, Jamie. Like they had a guy in Andy Reid who took them to a Super Bowl. And, like, they could have stayed that course, but it, it was time for them to make a change. And it worked out for both the Eagles and Andy Reid. Andy Reid restarted his career and has obviously gone on to have great success. And the Steelers, or I'm sorry, the, the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. Got a Super Bowl. Cool. So, like, they um, – sometimes it, it's time. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I, I – is Mike Tomlin going to continue to win more than he loses and make the playoffs? Yes. Is he going to win a Super Bowl? Not without no. a quarterback. 
No, and I'll tell you what else. You know, it's bleeding over into the players. Najee Harris, his, his, his starting running back, said that at Alabama we had structures and rules and we won titles. And he said, you know, take that for what it, you know, That's figure out what I'm saying comment. by that. You know, and he's it's, Yeah, it's, both him you know, and Minka Fitzpatrick have been pretty vocal about just that, just being coming yeah, from that, Saban in Alabama. I just like that's the, crazy, isn't it? I'd like to ask real quick, and you talk about the Eagles. At what point are we talking about when they were tanking and it was helping the process? Because after Lane Johnson at four, they went twenty six, twenty, then Carson Wentz, which he's not the the answer for him. Fourteen, twenty two, twenty one, and they didn't get a top ten pick until Devontae Smith. In the twenty-one, I was talking about the seventy-sixers. Oh. I was talking about NBA. Um, I thought we were talking about guys. I don't have much. No, man. I'm I'm sorry. I'm all over the place, Marcus. My bad, brother. Um, I don't really have much. Um, I just hadn't talked to you guys in a while. I figured I'd let you know the good news. I'm you all are officially off suspension. <laughs> so feel free to move. We were worried about it. I'm sure you were, Bear. <laughs> all right, guys. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all hang in there. Thanks, JB. We've been lifted from suspension from Man, Jamie's phone call. Man, I was so concerned that we were never going to hear from him again. That's not nice, Tucker. I was very concerned. I don't concerned. know if I like your tone. Very concerned. All right. Uh, let's not trip over your own sarcasm, okay? Oh. What was it he said to you? Pipe down, little fella. Relax, little fella. Everybody's getting touchy. Y'all are so touchy. I know. It's wild, isn't it? <laughs> You and I are the only ones who are, you know. Oh, it's it's wild, isn't it, Ross? Oh, you're such a dude, man. What? <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on the show this afternoon five four six eighty two hundred. If you want to chime in, we'll take a quick time out. Back to wrap things up after this. The drive is your home's. Wrapping up Thursday edition of the drive. Overtime boys are here. They'll be live with you from 6 until 8 p.m. Keep it tuned right here for more fan run programming. Overtime William Billy and the, and the guys. boys. Yeah. Overtime nice. Bill is here. Yep. So when do we think that uh, the morning show is going to be back? I'm hoping tomorrow because they have a really high-level, A-list, big-name guest that uh, there's – I'm not – I don't think I'm at liberty to divulge, but I'm hoping tomorrow so that, that we get to have that. I know uh, Bob spoke to Jake and John and I spoke, so I think like, we kind of gave them an idea of what it looked like when we trekked down the hill. So I think their goal is to try to get in. So they were asking about the roads. It's getting better. It's getting better all the time, as the Beatles sang. It's getting better. Well, I've got a story from Kentucky. Uh, Marcus, can I have my musical accompaniment, please? Yeah, of course. A Kentucky state representative is backtracking after a bill he filed would have removed first cousins from the list of familial relationships outlawed by the Commonwealth's incest laws. Ooh. Huh. State Rep Nick Wilson 
said he planned to refile his legislation with the list fully intact. The proposal would add language to the state's existing laws barring sexual intercourse between family members to include, quote, sexual contact, deviant acts that may not fall under the definition of intercourse. This guy wants to make it legal for you to hook up with your first cousin, Bear. Was he trying to get uh, an influx of people from Alabama, Russ? I mean, I knew this stuff was commonplace to the south of us. I didn't think it was happening up north. Uh, surrounded yeah. by it now. I just want to make it legal up there. S- surrounded by a bunch of inbred hilljacks. What are you doing, Kentucky? It's all that black lung, you know, just kind of messes up their brain. Well, you got all the coal miners first. Uh, you know, they're, they've got their own issues. And now you want to further dilute your already shallow gene pool? It's 2024. TJ, get your state in order, dude. Good grief, man. Yeah. The initial proposal uh, struck first cousin from a list of individuals that would be considered family members, including parents, siblings, grandparents, great-grandparents. Hey, I'm in love with my great-grandma. Oh, gosh. She's got a set of wheels on her that just won't quit. Yeah, give me the music. I had to bring it back for the voice. Uncles, aunts, nephews, nieces, ancestors, and descendants. Wow. Really going into that uh, I'm my own grandpa kind of situation, aren't they? Hey, man. I grew up with my cousin, and she's my soulmate. I can't quit her. I don't care if it's against the law, sis. You and I is getting hitched. (laughs) So, on that note, Mike on the text box says, Marcus has Bear completely shook this afternoon. Bear, are you going to... No, gonna... it's just more... I, I... No. You're going <laughs> to... No. It's just I, more... I go ahead I, uh, and... Uh, no. If you guys want to wrap it up, you can. <laughs> you only... I, I, don't, I don't have... No, nah, because I'm you afraid can't... I'm going to say something get in trouble. You can't make it seven minutes? You're so without, rattled? Without... without really uh i mean if it's truthful thursday there's a good chance i could end up in a lot of trouble i'm having to catch myself before i say really mean stuff so you had your fun today marcus i, I mean i had a good time hanging out with yeah. my good old pal, yeah. pal bear yeah. and uh you know yeah enjoy it man yeah if only we could have uh, if only we could have checked out one of the lists but you know mm. Reba yeah. McIntyre is set to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. I didn't know she was still alive. Reba? Yeah. I knew she Super was alive. Bowl? I didn't know she was still singing. I don't. I thought it was supposed to be Drake or somebody this year. <laughs> well, Drake, didn't they do that last the year? They had anthem? like they had Chris it's... Stapleton doing something, and then they had like a rap halftime show. So that's what yeah. they're well, letting they the usher. They're letting the country. See, they're trying to appeal to everyone. So they got the country artist doing the anthem. And then they got the, like, the, you know, so for the people who, like, want to salute the flag and, 
you know, tear roll down there. They get all patriotic. And then for the people who just want to see somebody lip sync and shake their booty and like twerk. Maybe we can mix they got it that up for the halftime show. Maybe we can mix it up sometime and you know have like Drake doing the anthem and Zach Brown band or somebody as the halftime show. It's become so like the, we've talked before about the, has the Super Bowl jumped the shark? It doesn't even feel like a football game anymore. No, it really doesn't. It's like there, it's this big spectacle with all the the concerts and the production and everything and the commercials, and then you've got the football game that, like, goes around it. When you're watching on TV, like, I, I, it's probably different if you're there, I guess. It probably feels more like a football game other than the halftime show. But when you're watching on TV, like, it, it doesn't even feel like a game anymore. It's kind of, I don't know, is it, is it hipster? As I put on my toboggan, <laughs> is it is it kind of hipstery of me to say, oh, oh, I like the Super Bowl's early stuff? I don't know. I thought you were about to go to the porch the way you were talking. I thought you were going to say, you know, back in my day, we kept it simple. A couple guitars. Now, when that start? Like, the 80s is when it, it started. Oh, we had uh, Up With People was the halftime show. Oh, God. What year was that? I think they did it a couple of years. Up With People? No, I think it was just that one year, man. Really? I think so. I don't, I don't I even remember was... that. The first halftime was, show I remember was Whitney Houston. Like I remember Up With People, I think, is when it really – it was something in the 80s. And I don't even think Whitney Houston was the halftime show. She, I think she was – I think Michael Jackson was the halftime show that year, and Whitney did the – remember she was National wearing like the, red, the star-spangled banner like jumpsuit, and it was at the yeah, Rose Bowl. Or, yeah. The planes flew over. That was kind of cool because I think that was during the first Gulf War, so people were feeling uber patriotic at that time. Yeah. What year was Janet Jackson again? What was that? Two thousand and five. Five, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's my memory of uh, Super Bowl halftime. We do have. Uh, speaking of the lists, Bear, I'm not going to read the list of awesome things you hate because I don't want to send you into a. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it's just, again, man, I, let's, can, can we not do the show, dude? We're, it's let's an just integral, do the show. It's an integral part of the show. No, this is where, this is where you've allowed Marcus to come in and, and do the thing that Marcus does. No, this, and this that's was, one of the things I hate about Marcus. This but was go, actually, we'll go ahead. Who, this was, I think this was Tucker's idea for, because we've been trying, we've been debating what should the music be for the list of awful things Bear likes. Yeah. We're getting close to a point where we needed music there, so yeah, had to come up with something. Well, there's only seven things on the list, but we've already started workshopping it, and uh, I want to know you you hate the list of awesome things Bear hates, so it should stand. No, it's that just you, you're you gonna you love. Refuse, you refuse to. Uh, the, there needs to be a close look at that list. I've had a lot of people tell me no, there's haven't. a bunch of stuff on that list that's not universally loved. And that isn't awesome. All right, so here we're workshopping this. This is not set in stone, but uh, we we're we're gonna give this a try. And there's almost there's there's not enough stuff, but uh, we've only got a minute or two left anyway. All right, Marcus, bring me my my music for the list of awful things Bear likes. Yes, it is Nickelback for the list of awesome thing, awful things Bear likes. Pepsi, King Ralph, Meatloaf, 
Crazy Women, Grapefruit, Skim Milk, Pizza Hut. It's all we've got right now. How do you like Pizza Hut? I don't know the the music kind of the way it kicked in there was uh, that's actually yeah, um, yeah. I kind of I kind of like that. When future items get added, it will. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got to get up near twenty to really feel get the full effect. I'm here for it. The song's not that bad. It's Nickelback. It's pretty bad. They're making their little comeback now into the mainstream society. The hell does that even mean? Well, people are, care about them again. It's like Creed. You live, you what? You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. It's like the opposite of that saying. Like Nickelback is, mm. they they got popular and then they became hated for so long. People grew tired of hating them, and now it's the universe has actually folded back on itself, much the way it did with Creed, where it's actually become trendy and cool to 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 like them. Yep. I still stand by. I think I belong on the list. <laughs> I, I he's, no, and I've he told said you he this, hates you will me. never make that list because you are not universally beloved. People are on you. I don't know. Wait, which yeah, list? No, you no, be, trust me, they are. You want to be on the list you're, of you're, awful you're the, things? You're the king of the trolls, dude. That's that's what you live for. No, I, I you did it on our show. You moved to the midday. You did it there. I haven't listened to you a whole lot on the GI Jake show just because Jake rude. screams into the microphone. However, I digress. You're still a troll. That's your whole shtick, your whole gimmick. You got him this and you're doing rattled. A really? No, he doesn't you got, have me. You're smarmy, you got, man. You got him uh, this shook, and you didn't even mention. Turn, turn him off. Turn I'm him not engaged. You got him this shook, and you didn't even mention the Titans. We didn't even talk about Will Levis. I know. I was shocked. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Tucker. Thank you, Marcus. We'll do it again tomorrow right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive.